Hi, I'm Gemma Owens and I'm taking over today's podcast. Share plans are one of the most celebrated ways for companies to reward their top talent and retain staff. So in today's episode, I'm planning to sit down and have a coffee with Helen Hopkins, who is our client technical director. Helen is a real authority on the topic of reward, remuneration and all things share plans and I think it would be fair to say is regarded as a bit of a legend here at Link Group and by our clients and our partners around the industry. I'm hoping to get to find out a bit more about Helen's background and hopefully get to the bottom of what trends are taking shape in our industry so that you can stay on the inside track. I hope you enjoy. Hi, hey, Helen. Please, could you tell us about yourself and your career to date? Hi, Gemma. Yes. So, um, well, I had a long period of time um, in Shareplan. So, actually, thinking about it, it's um, 35 years next month. I will have been working in Shareplan administration. So, um, quite some time. Um, Over that time, I've worked for a number of different administrators, also worked for ProShare. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been working here at Link uh, now for the last uh, 19 years. Um, and you know, my role involves speaking with clients and also working with all of our internal colleagues about what's going on in the share plan industry. Um, and I've kind of taken it a bit further as well in terms of I, um, I also have uh, recently completed a master's of research in management. Mm. And there, my research project was on ShareSafe, you know, and why, why do um, employees decide not to take the shares? So that was quite an interesting thing. And so really, my, my work goes home with me. It's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. It's good. Um, so obviously, the topic today is interest rates and bonus rates being introduced back into ShareSafe. So with the introduction of those bonus rates and interest rates coming in since 2014, Really keen to get your thoughts on what um, what you think this means to our issuers yeah. and the considerations they may need to think of. Yeah. So, um, I mean, just to give a bit of background about ShareSafe yeah. to start with. So, I mean, ShareSafe is an all-employee uh, plan, or you know, save as you were, or ShareSafe, the um, two co- most common names. Um, but also going alongside with the, this a chance to buy options in the company is a savings contract. That savings contract uh, is with a certified bank. So what the Treasury have introduced is effectively um, changing the mechanism of how um, interest can be earned on the monies that are being saved. So an employee is saving, say, £10 a month every month for for three years, so it's 36 months. Um, And then at the end of that time, they can then use that money to buy shares in their company. So with the introduction of interest rate, it means that those monies will be actually earning interest for the employee. Now, the Treasury have introduced uh, the new mechanism that's going to take place. Uh, They uh, launched that in May, and that will apply from the 18th of August. So any invitations that happen after that uh, will attract interest. Now... They talk about interest or bonus. Effectively, it's, it's calculated as an interest rate. But to make it easier to understand, it's, it is expressed in terms of a monthly payment amount. Right. So, as I say at the moment, the interest rate is 5%. Um, and that, so the Bank of England interest rate is 5%. The interest rate typically for share save will be 3% below that, so 2%. Okay. 
HMF Treasury then worked out that that is equivalent of a bonus payment of 1.1 times a monthly um, savings amount for somebody saving three years. Yeah. So, for example, saving £10, um, at the end of three years, 1.1 times 10, so £11 uh, bonus that they would get. For a five-year scheme, because the money's in there a bit longer, actually uh, that works out as a bonus payment of three times monthly savings. So actually you'd get a bonus of £30 if you were saving under a five-year scheme. So we'll begin to mount up a little for the employees and we'll make a difference. So, um, and the main thing is that that cash could be used to buy additional shares in the company. And I suppose that's the key part. It could be used or it may not be used. You can take that as a cash payment at the end. You can. I mean, it, if thinking back to when bonus payments, um, you know, sort of early 2000s when they were of any reasonable size, um, typically companies would allow their employees to use uh, their money to buy shares. Uh, I think probably out of that 35-year career, I think I've seen it once where they haven't. Um, <laughs> and all these other times, yeah, companies have allowed that. So uh, And, and so, to, so to consider, so for issuers, the considerations for them would be around that point exactly. Would they allow that bonus amount to be used to purchase further shares? And in actual fact, if they did, how would that impact them, as in headroom, costs, etc.? So this is, is this a consideration you feel that the issuers should be thinking about? Yes. Um, so issuers need to, I mean, firstly, they need to have a look at their scheme rules. Yeah. What does it say in there? What can they do? Yeah. They may well need to speak to their advisors about whether there's any updates to that. But typically, they will have been written to say that any bonus payments could be used to buy additional shares. Now, the company can make a decision whether they want to allow that or not. Yeah. Um, also, you know, if, if they're in that position, you, you mentioned headroom, yeah, so um, companies will need to, if, they, if they're using the shares from new issue, yeah. then any shares that they grant will count towards their company headroom and the additional shares that are needed, which the bonus can be used to buy, uh, they will also come out of headroom as well. So companies need to, need to bear that in mind. Um, if they are close to headroom and scale down is sometimes an issue for companies that have to scale down the amount that individuals can save, one of the methods of, set of the scale down is don't use the bonus to buy shares. So that is possibly one thing that yeah. they might do if they're in that uh, scale down uh, situation. But we find that you know, majority of companies, um, you know, they know what their headroom is going to be in advance. They know, you know, what, what they need to do and, and, and what the sort of likely take-up is going to be so um, but it's just bear that in mind okay and um, so would you th would you say the introduction of bonus rates um, and interest rates are seen as a benefit oh yes yes definitely <laughs> yes it's been a long time coming yeah, back absolutely yeah. yes. and um, I mean I suppose the thing is share save it, it's not just a saving scheme I mean, the saving element is one part of yeah. it, you know, and I mean, there has been research that says that, you know, employees who save in share saves, for some employees, this is their only method of saving. So the fact that even at the, if the, at the end of three year or five years, they just decide to take the money back, maybe because um, the share, you know, the share price has gone down, the option is underwater, they're actually then going to benefit because they will get some return on their monies by their interest. But at the end of the day, share save is not just about the savings. It's also an option to buy shares. Yeah. And companies can give up to 20% discount on that option price. So it can mean that if this share price has done well, then 
employees can you know make a healthy gain from um, from any share price increase so you know you it's not just a saving scheme so you, know, you have to think of it in most I suppose on the back of that uh, um, a topic for another day would be uh, capital gains uh, tax rates uh, where and how they've come down but that's that's a topic for another oh, yes. day <laughs> um so with regards to the um interest rates being introduced how do you think we will the communication of that will be portrayed in the in the brochures and the and the invitations for share safe launches going forward well we're going to see some changes that are going to have to make so at the moment you know normally when we issue invitations and the employee will be issued with a copy of the prospectus, yeah. which will say this is the bonus rate, which has been zero for a long while, but that will detail the interest rate in there. Now, what will happen is there'll be just a standard prospectus going forward, um, and so there will be reference to tables which have got the interest rate. So what we'll probably see is that information will be included within the terms and conditions. So when an employee signs up, they know what they're signing up to. But in addition, we'll see it being included in the communication, so the booklet or the invitation letter or email that goes to the employees. And we'll probably see that there'll be worked examples because this, you know, yeah. you know from, from myself, I'm used to interest. Yeah. You know, I was there many years ago when we used to have it. But this, you know, this is going to be an, an extra thing for employees to understand. Uh, and if they're not familiar with shares anyway, you know, this can you know, an extra complication. So we want to be to make it as easy as possible so by having a worked example saying if you save 10 pounds per month for three years um, and then you get your cash bonus of another 11 pounds on top of that etc etc so then they can actually see okay yeah that's the money i've saved and i've got that extra and i can buy those shares and if the share price does well then yeah may get that in the future so so it's i think that's probably how we'll see it in the in the communication booklets um and also part of the sort of FAQs and yeah. other information. And I think that's the key, isn't it? This is where we're making the complex simple. We need to make mm -hmm. it simple for our client issuers, employees, to understand what it is that they are getting from such a brilliant scheme. Yes. Yeah. And that's the key. And I suppose the next question for me, really, is around how do you think this may impact administrators going forward? Because, as we said, from 2014, nearly 10 years, our processes have adapted to having no bonus rates. So how do you think it's going to impact? Have some impact on administrators. So in, in terms of what we've been doing here at Link, uh, you know, we've been looking at our systems uh, and testing to make sure that, you know, that they will calculate um, the number of shares individuals going to get, including that bonus amount, and also looking at the interest payments and um, all of that sort of movement of monies. So, you know, we... It, it's been a matter of sort of doing the testing and ensuring that you know, a training program in place for for our call centre staff and for our, our administrators, um, so that they're also then familiar with you know what this is going to be. So if they get any inquiries from employees, they can explain to them you know well how you know how do you calculate the interest, and they can explain all of that. So yes, there's been a bit of updating for us to do here, but you know we're all ready for this now, and uh, yes, it'll be. Uh, be good once we get to the 18th of August and we can start to put these in place. Okay, so what next for ShareSafe? Well, that's an interesting question because, um, you know, we think ShareSafe is great and, you know, it obviously does, you know, it, it's been around for, oh, well, you know, over 40 years, 43 years now. But 
What's happening this year is uh, the Treasury have put out a call for evidence on both SIP and ShareSave to really to find out, you know, how companies are using them, but also what, you know, what things can be done to change um, ShareSave and SIP to, you know, to make them better for the future. So um, really this is a great opportunity for, for companies to get involved, to put their thoughts across and to answer this call for evidence. So we'll certainly be putting things together for for Link and uh, you know if anybody would like to provide us with you know you know their sort of information about their plans and you know their ideas it will be you know great to hear those but you know, definitely it'd be good for companies to respond themselves to yeah. this call for evidence. And I think that's really important is it so anything where these companies have seen gaps or would really like to move forward with these products this is the time they've got they've got a window of time and this is the time so it'd be really really good for them to put that information in. okay thank you very much so there you go some very interesting points raised helen mentioned his majesty's treasury's call for evidence for the sip and share save schemes which is open until the 25th of august if you want to take part in this i'll leave a link in the description i'll also leave a note of both myself and Helen's contact details in case you'd like to contact either one of us. If you found this conversation useful, don't forget that you can subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on. That way you won't miss an upload. There's also a range of episodes available in this channel which includes conversations with similar experts, which we hope that you find useful. Thanks again for listening and until next time.